Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, Jeremy Hunt is no stranger to Whitehall's hard tack and water. As the longest-serving Secretary of State for Health, most of it during a period of post-banking crisis austerity, he well knows the problems it creates. Not enough money means you can't train enough people, pay them well enough for them to stay, build enough, repair enough, invest enough. In the eight years before 2017-18, the NHS saw an average annual increase of 1.25% a year, when we all know it needs about 4% to balance its books. The upshot? The wheels started to come off. Along came Covid and everyone forgot. We went into battle with 40,000 nurse vacancies and waiting lists of over 4 million. Now, heaven knows. Inflation, unfunded wage increases, fuel costs, staff shortages of over 100,000 this time and waiting lists so long that if all the patients were laid end to end would reach from Kingston in London to Kingston in Jamaica. It all adds up to a £7 billion hole in NHS finances. Now Jeremy Hunt has moved into number 11 and he's faced with austerity all over again and, as the de facto Prime Minister, has to fix the three Ps. Party, pensions and Putin. The Conservative Party has all but collapsed. Internal governance and systems are out of date. Mechanisms for choosing leaders are clunky, take way too long and have delivered duds. He dare not risk an election. He'd see the Conservatives annihilated. They have to focus instead on self-interest, but find a way of making it look like the public interest. Still torn by Brexit, immigration and no real idea what to do. Next pensions. Arcane financial structures have forced the Bank of England to intervene in the UK bond market, underlining the turmoil caused by Tizzy and Kamikaze. Pension schemes came close to running out of cash. The upshot? A £65 billion hole in the nation's finances. Finally, Putin. He's not going to calm down any time soon, and when we've sent the last bullet in the MOD's warehouse to Ukraine, we'll have to find the money to make more. I doubt the oil and gas prices have finished doing their thing, and inflation is raging. OPEC is producing less than its target amount. A barrel of crude oil is around $88 a barrel, an 11% increase since the end of September, and it suits the producers very nicely. Protecting households from that lot for the duration of another year of war almost certainly would melt the printing machine at the Bank of England. That's why now we have an addition to the pantheon of game theory, Hunt's Dilemma. How to do the most good for the least harm. We can't borrow, it's too expensive. He can't raise taxes because of the political ramifications and public attitudes. He can't cut public services because, for the most part, they're focused on the needs of people who need them the most. But my guess is he'll have to do all of that. Borrow, burgle and bash. Borrow? Debt as a percentage of GDP is 102.8%. But there is headroom compared to G7 member states. However, only Spain has had a bigger change in government gross debt. Burgle? 
Well, he's got to go where the money is. Income tax, national insurance contributions and VAT, which together raised over 530 billion in 2021-22. Bash and squeeze public services, greater efficiency. Yes, it's always possible, but not when there's an existing seven billion pound hole to fill. NHS England have to be ready to tell him what they intend to stop doing. The biggest cost centres are staff and treatments. Cut them and waiting times go up. So what's the best advice for Jeremy? Well, I would say leave the NHS alone. Give them a three-year certainty on their budget, whatever it is, and leave them to deliver a relentless focus on waiting, which is a political time bomb and the only thing the public really care about. And stop thinking of trusts as cost centres. NHS trusts and surgeries can be anchor institutions, often the biggest local employer, widening access to work, training, apprenticeships and good jobs. They could shift part of the NHS's 30 billion a year procurement volumes to local purchasing and partner business development and innovation, as well as leading environmental sustainability. That's the fourth P, Jeremy. Worth a punt. <laughs> Thanks for listening. This has been Roy Lilly and I hope we'll speak again soon.